Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Record Breakers, the music sharing podcast of fun. Uh, we're here to hang out, talk about music, share music with each other, uh, take turns, kind of uh, gather around this virtual lunch table, uh, and talk about music. And here with me is my quorum, my team. Uh, we've got Brett. Hey, does anybody know where I can get some vitamins, brother? Uh, we've got Drew. We're here to talk about music. <laughs> we got Patrick. Now you gotta have air quotes. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> Drink your prayers, say your milk, uh, do all the steroids, and fuck a radio DJ's wife, and be a racist. You didn't have air quotes in any of that. <laughs> You failed. <laughs> That's because none of it wasn't literal. <laughs> um. All right. We're talking about music. Uh, in a sense, <laughs> uh, we're talking about an album. Uh, here to prevent pre- pre- present uh, the album this week is Brett. Brett, what do you got for this? Well, I brought an album that I found in Cosmic Harvey's in Kokomo, Indiana, in two thousand one. Uh, next to a bunch of really crappy scratched up CDs, we found this gem, the pinnacle of of like uh, not giving a shit recordings and just pushing it through. Uh, we've got uh, an album by the Wrestling Boot Band, fronted by Hulk Hogan, and the album Hulk Rules. Yes, yes, um, that Hulk. Yes, um, not the, not the green sorry. one. That would be a better album, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> Uh, that would be Hulk Smash, not Hulk Rules. Uh, but yeah, Drew, what expectations did you have coming into this album? None. (laughs) (laughs) Let me elaborate on that because this would be a very short episode if all I did was none or it was shitty. All right. So I, I was a big Hulk fan, uh, when I was a kid. As I think a lot of little kids were, you were just kind of a fan of Hulk Hogan because he was Hulk Hogan. Um, little did we as kids know um, the type of nose candy this man was getting into. But um, <laughs> maybe you didn't. <laughs> but um, I, even as a big Hulk fan, had never heard of this record, so I thought, hmm. There might have been a reason. <laughs> um, Patrick, what were your expectations coming into this album? Um, so I have listened to an album by a rapper of this era, but it is one Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, it's uh, it's delightful. Uh, this album, uh much like Hulk Hogan was inferior to Randy Savage in every single way. Hey, we're talking about expectations here, not review. <laughs> that was my expectations. It was okay. going to be inferior to Randy Savage because he's it's Randy motherfucking Savage. It's the Macho Man. Oh, yeah. This is 10 years before the Macho Man album. Yes. <laughs> and you can tell every single year of it. Well, and then there was there was there was you can tell every single year that distance and the distance between its release and the music it's relevant to uh cuz one thing we're what, what, one thing what we did you know, say, Petey? 
Uh, well, one th- I, I I knew it was gonna be shit, uh, and it was gonna be hilarious, uh, and I knew why we didn't hadn't heard it because this was like in that weird middle zone before Hollywood and after Hulkamania, when he had just come into WCW, so it's like uh, that like dip of anybody's rel- uh, care about Hulk Hogan. Uh, he was still also, trying to write his gimmick in WCW. Yeah. Uh, also, I mean, one thing we can't say, we, we, we shan't say about this, uh, the term that we will never, we were not going to use is of its time because it was not of its time. It was of a time. <laughs> no, happened I just looked at, I, you said it's like 10 years older. I'm like, Oh my God, this came out in 1995. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought this came out in 1988. The, the nope. inside cover, uh, when you open up the jewel case, you see his Viper that says Hulkamania on the side of it. Yeah. The closest like that, thing do you anything. have that do you have that album within your reach no i, like I don't that that thing is that that thing is lost to the ages uh but yeah brett how how would you just how would you describe this album musically pretty bad um no th- this this is a an album that is like talk about bullshitted together like the lyrics are poorly written they're poorly performed short of a couple of like the mouth of the South goes off in a couple places that I will note accordingly. Um, like it doesn't have a set like genre. You don't know where it's going to go. It goes from like, this is, this is some crazy weird, like, and the chicken tastes like wood level rap, but worse <laughs> because it's got Hulk Hogan talk singing. Um, you've got like some touching, uh, a very touching, horrible song by Hulk Hogan. You have a song by Hulk Hogan's ex-wife. That completely does not belong on this album. Um, Didn't his and, current wife play on this album as they were recording it? Yeah. Well, then current wife. Yes. yes. I don't know if his current wife was born. Uh, or wait, no, that's never mind. That's... Um, uh, I don't know that. I shouldn't say that. He, but at least he's a public figure, so I can't get in trouble. Um, but uh, no, like uh, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but Hulk Hogan literally sued an entire media company to death. Yeah, and one, uh, but no, and, uh, and, and rightfully, <laughs> yes, <laughs> try as much as we don't like it. He was right. Um, but the, the singing is mostly talk singing, which, you know, unless it's one night in Bangkok, that's the rule. I allow one song to be good at talk singing. And, uh, you know, this is, it's sort of like a spoken poetry. If, if I were to put this as a, as a certain, it's, it's, <laughs> Poetry spoken over the worst hip hop beats in the world. Um, as, as a poet, I feel like I should be offended. You know, we, you got It's it's an inclusive uh, community, poets. But uh, Look, it's it, like some of the beats are so bad they were lifted from Sonic the Hedgehog. I will get back to that later. Yes. <laughs> um, beats. Yeah. We're gonna use the air quotes again. Yeah. Beats. Um, it's honestly one of the most surprising parts is that his then wife was the one that was still with him uh, when he did the that reality show, Linda Hogan. <laughs> yes, uh, Drew. What would be what what would be the themes elements that caught your attention on this album? There's a lot on this album that is weird. Um, every song is about Hulk Hogan. Every song is about Hulk Hogan. Like, let that sink in for a second. I don't know if there was a song on this album. I didn't notice if it was or not, but I'm pretty sure every track had Hulk, the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, or Hogan somewhere in there. Like, one of those um, words was in every there was song. There was the Jimmy Hart song. Oh, yeah. 
there was a Jimmy Hart not song. Not all uh, half. I was. I will, I'm going to put it at half of the songs. Actually, if I'm, if I'm, I'm looking at the track list. <laughs> not the track names inside of the song oh, okay, somewhere. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not the track. Only names. only half of the songs have Hulk's name in it in some form or another. Which okay. may or may not make it hard to pick the songs out of a list that I'm looking at. Okay, which one was that? The one that says yeah. Hulk Hulkster or the Hulk? You know. <laughs> um. So. Uh, it's it's all about how American this album, this song, or he is, and how awesome his muscles are, and what? Oh my god! We I listened to the version on YouTube because that's what I was given. God, the production quality, like what? <laughs> like seriously, what? Like what? Um. <sighs> like most of the keyboard sounds sound like they're straight off of a Sega Genesis, which I guess makes sense coming up to Beach Patrol. So, besides that, like, Jimmy Hart is on this record. Jimmy Hart's entire gimmick is essentially being, like, kind of sleazy and horrible. And a lot of these songs are, like, PSAs to children in a weird way. <laughs> Which, what? Like... <sighs> this album charted in 1995. Top right. Kid Audio album. Peak position number 12. Look, the best thing I can say about this record is there are some albums that, like, whether you like the type of music or not, you can hear the effort that was put into the studio work and the production quality. And there are some where you might like the music and you can kind of tell that the people are having a good time and that shows through and that makes it okay and that makes it fun. This seems like they were just real high and didn't give a shit about nothing. But like, hey, this will make some money. And like, that's essentially what this album is. And look, I can't begrudge him. Do made some money. Keep getting them checks, Hogan. Keep getting them checks. Yeah. Uh, he will. Pat- Patrick, yeah, he what, will. Would be, what would be your thoughts? What would be the themes elements that caught your attention? So it was just a revelation I had not 10 minutes ago. This album came out in 1995, not 85. Oh. So um, this album is 1995 Hulk Hogan in music form. By 1995, Hulk Hogan was 100% irrelevant. He, he managed to make himself relevant a year later. But in wrestling terms, he was so far past his prime. He still did the stupid leg drop, which is a terrible finishing move that no one can believe after about 1985. Um, and, and, like, there's chicken tastes like wood wrapping. I I did not, if this was in 1985, I almost would understand why there's chicken taste like wood wrapping because it's 1985 and like 80% of rap music hasn't found itself yet. But no, this is 1995. Like this fucking is, this, this is, is after grunge, post this is uh, post this is post rap. like rap fucking getting great. Like this is post the greatest era of rap music. By most, by many accounts, the internet existed when this yes. album came out. <laughs> the internet existed, and here you Holy have. Holy shit! Here you have what I what weird. I will describe as yeah. Hulk Hogan, 
Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, who is probably the highlight of this album, and a guitar player who can best be described by, I'm pretty sure this guy is now the manager of the Guitar Center in Round Rock, Texas. Uh, it just, it the way that man looks is how the guitars sound on this record. Like, they never, ever heard anything like like Guns N' Roses was the last band they ever heard, and they only ever heard that one first album, and then they never listened to anything ever again. They gave up on music after that and really just wish Rat were still together. Oh, hey, I wish so, Rat was still together. <laughs> uh, round, this round, is... Round, motherfucker. This is... I'm going to go out and say this is probably the worst thing we've ever listened to by a country mile. I understand why Brett picked it, because... It was not the least entertaining album I've listened to. It may be the worst. I will give you that. So so normally with this show, I tend to listen to albums as many times as I possibly can. I listened to this album precisely once, and that was all I could take. That's all you need. That was all you need. And like like I said. I got it. All right, cool. Yeah, this this is Hulk Hogan in 1995 him the wrestler turned into music yeah and and if you're a wrestling fan you understand why that means something yeah um yeah i mean there's like i said you listen to this once and you got it and you get the jokes and uh there's nothing to dissect this is it also makes me realize man at this point we should make an album Makes me oh. think. Does and does everything that sucked get a cult classic following? Like, you know, is it like, is it a thing just to? Uh, oh, this sucks. Let's let's make it a a thing we're all ironically a fan of. Is that everything that? Uh, sucks how many records following? have Nickelback sold? I think I think that rests the case. No, there's not. That's, that's not a, a novelty. No. <laughs> that, that I'm talking just... about people ironically following like some like thing that's bad. Because it's bad in a funny way. I'm like, no, it just sucks. Leave it alone. Let it die. <laughs> Let it get ignored. Don't turn it into, oh, it's so funny. Like, like we, let's, let's, you know, here's the thing. Let us have the room. That's going to be, that's, you're allowed that thing. You have the room. Everybody gets to be uh, crazy about the room. Yeah, but in the room, nobody said, whoops, there it is. Yeah. Like five times in a row. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of whoops, there it is. Let's talk about some key tracks. Uh, Brett, what would be some of the key, key. tracks? <laughs> hey, you know, when, when you the song American Made, you listen to it, and you're like, man, where did they find this knockoff Sammy Hagar at? Oh, Jimmy Hart, <laughs> everybody. Like a guy who was actually a musician at one time uh, before he was a wrestler. Believe um, in the pre-show, you said live the gimmick. Yeah, you know, it, it, the, you know, if, if you're going to... If you're going to have a guy that's going to sing like he's doing jump splits off of like exploding speakers, that's what it sounds like. That's that's the level of the singing that's involved. The song does not deserve jump splits or pyro, but uh, or even Zubas, which, you know, are wrestling adjacent. Um, but American Made is is it was where I was like, OK, there's some there's going to be some over singing in here in between the talk singing. But then we get. Hulkster in Heaven, um, which this came from the Wikipedia article. According to Hogan, uh, Hulkster in Heaven was written in 1992 in honor of a Make-A-Wish uh, kid who Hogan had invited to sit ringside at a show in the UK. 
When Hulk went out to wrestle, he saw the seat was empty. Later, he was informed that the young Hulkamaniac had died before the match had begun. The lyric, I guess there'll be an empty seat when I wrestle at Wembley, uh, was a direct result of the situation, despite the fact that Hogan had never wrestled at Wembley uh, until 1994. Um, the proceeds of the album went to the kid's family and paid the med- medical bills. Uh, that night, Hogan and Jimmy Hart wrote several songs for the hour. Hogan let his wife at the time sing backup on a couple of the songs. Uh, according to him, she sounded better than, quote, the rest of the stuff. Um, this is an awful song. It's it's like, oh, man, I'm so glad this kid was alive enough to be a Hulkamaniac. And I'm sorry that he is gone so he can no longer be a Hulkamaniac. Uh, it is the most contrived piece of shit song ever. Um, but second only to Beach Patrol. Let's get into some hip hop. Beach Patrol. And before I knew all of the stuff about Beach Patrol, I originally wrote the backing track <laughs> sounds like it came straight out of one of those Marvel side scroll and beat em up games um, from the 90s. Uh, Close. It, it it actually came from uh, the 1993 video game uh, soundtrack titled Sonic the Hedgehog CD and Sonic the Hedgehog Spinball. Um, a year prior is where the beat came from, including the uh, they did jazz up the scratching beforehand, little remix. But uh, there's evidence out there if you want to find the Hulk Hogan totally stole the beat. Uh, and I can't find any credits to to link the two albums together. I am I currently am gumshoeing as hard as I can. These guys know I'm trying too hard to figure this out. Where that how Sonic and Hulk Hogan had their dark ties together. But uh, you know there are a few highlights of uh, Beach Patrol, like uh, when he says "Hey girlfriend," uh, that's pretty okay time. And uh, also when he says "Whoops, there it is" about uh, four or five times. <laughs> uh, we'll do some uh, some fast ones here. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Um, good wholesome living tips uh, with some synth and electric guitar or drums. Uh, well, yes, there's electric guitar floating around too. But it, it has a pro tip on how to deal with a drug pusher. You should follow that to the T. Um, bad to the bone. No, not that bad song. A whole other bad song. Um, it's so bad that 20 seconds of it is a Harley revving in the beginning. Um, <laughs> and uh, Hulkster's Back is a wreck of a song uh, with a backup singer saying, hey, check out the Pythons, baby. Um, it, which is in itself pretty awful but i'm glad that whoever sang that probably got paid um probably i don't think sonic the hedgehog got paid i'm just guessing yeah. but uh those backup singers probably did get a check but you know i i could go through and like find something god awful off of every one of these songs but that's enough god awful for me uh, let's hear what other god awful shit these guys have to say <laughs> uh drew what would be some of the key tracks to zero and- good lord do i have some god awful to say thank you baby throw on to me Holy cow. Okay, so let's do the record breaker thing, even though this album doesn't fucking deserve it. Um, Hulkster's in the house. It's a song about Hulk Hogan. It has bad production quality, snarling vocals from Hulk Hogan himself, singing about himself, and a crunchy guitar. Hey, guess what you get on most of this record? Um, I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Gotta go and I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Because it is a, this is the PSA for children. It is like an after-school special from a wrestler that wrestled in the era of way too much cocaine. Let's think about this for a second. Right. Hmm. Booger sugar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, This era was super weird in wrestling. 
it's still weird. John Cena's hawking Nintendo Switches. Like, I get that it's still weird. But this? Oh. Um, and then Beach Patrol. Um, here's the thing about Beach Patrol to me, is that you always have people citing things like, uh, uh, Bring the Noise or Walk This Way as sort of the inspirations for the rap rock that would come in the later 90s. No, I'm sorry. Like, nobody mentions Beach Patrol. Beach Patrol's the masterpiece. This is what you should when definitely judge. Walking down the street looking for the for, for some action <laughs> on, on, <laughs> on one of those rap rock stations. I'm pretty uh, sure, sure like, Crazy Town heard this. And the lead singer went, hold my beer, and then wrote that song, Butterfly. Like, that Dude. was, holy shit. If I was, like, a baseball player, this would be my walk-up music. Like, it's... <laughs> my, Mine would be, would be, uh, would be Butterfly by Crazy Town. <laughs> that, that would be good as well. If those are the choices, are this or Butterfly by Crazy Town, Butterfly by Crazy Town every day. Yeah. That dude's that also on a lot of drugs. Like, yes. Yes. This, town, this album has proof that drugs don't always make good music. No. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, they don't make good music. It's it's the it's the the fallacy. It's like no, good drugs don't make you creative. Being creative makes you do drugs. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Being creative and that brilliant it makes you so weird. You have to do drugs to cope. That's how it works. Like, you don't Unless just you're smoke Ian a doob and write the fucking great guitar solo. Like, no, it's the no. It's the, it's the other way you, around. You bump a line <laughs> and write Beach Patrol. Yes. yes. But no, there, what you there do was when you do a pile of cocaine. Yeah, when you do a pile of cocaine, you write an album. Yeah. Yeah, just out of necessity <laughs> for activity. Um, that man's still alive, by the way. Hulk Hogan is still goddamn alive. After cleaning their house with toothbrushes and and uh, Windex all over on every surface, they wrote eight or nine songs and went to the studio the next day and cut a record. You know? <laughs> like, um, I, but yeah, Patrick, what would be some of the key songs? Um, I'm not gonna dignify nine or what, how many songs are on this record? Like 10, 10, 11? ten, I'm gonna talk about one song, mostly because I kind of loved the mouth of the south himself jimmy hart wrestling boot traveling band uh this is the cheesiest cheesiest song ever this is this is a literal 40 gallon oil drum of powdered craft cheese turned into music it's so great it has a key jump that sounds so bad maybe because we're listening to a a recording of a recording of a recording on YouTube because you can't just get this on any streaming service. Uh, it sound that I the wonder why jump, the key jump just literally sounds like they pitch shifted it. Like they're just like, uh, we're just going to play with the pitch controller. Just roll that wheel. Yeah. Just roll that <laughs> wheel up another up a key. Um, but I also like, love Jimmy Hart. He is the, the creator of version of Jimmy Buffett. Of, I think of that song. <laughs> He is the creator of many of your favorite wrestling songs, uh, along with J.J. McGuire, the guitar player on this, uh, best known for Sexy Boy, the Shawn Michaels theme song, which somehow still is his theme song. Yeah. I think you're cute. Yeah. You know sexy. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, it, this is 
th- this was the way I, I, I described this album was uh, it sounds like a royalty ver- royalty free version of a terrible Christian hair metal record, but also some rap songs. Again, I don't know. Stri- Striper is better than this. Striper is a whole lot better than this. Uh, probably yes. I mean, but again, it's the royalty free. It's but it is great value. Christian it's hair great metal. value. Striper. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is all the brand. Uh, this is uh, Kirkland. Uh, I, I won't even Kirkland Striper. It's like that's the current. No, like, this is great value, Striper. Yeah, exactly. This is Sam's uh, choice, Viper. Uh, striper. I saw. I, I recently thought of the meanest thing to say about uh, Curly, and that I love him. I, I, if I wanted to kind of be mean, I could call him Great Value Jesse Cox. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that, 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 wow! Woo! Why? Have a, oh. has a beard and does lots of plays. You're a dick. And he's and he's adorable and cuddly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, also, everyone's surprised he's straight. Yes. Curly. <laughs> okay, the hits keep coming, everybody. Can we not pick on Curly? I actually like Curly. That, that's, I, I love Curly. It, it, I it love adds Curly. To that's it. why I pick on him. I feel bad. I feel guilty. I he's love like Curly. That's why I pick on I, him. <laughs> I once, like, after not being in his Twitch for a while, like, I busted in called everyone a bitch and then got kicked by one of his mods and had to have him go no wait that's just true he calls everyone bitches like fuck (laughs) leave in the youtube comments your thoughts on curly we aren't going to tell you which curly you'll have to find out yourself yes exactly uh something's went terribly wrong (laughs) because we then we actually have people listening like aren't in the circle yeah um yeah uh fun stuff uh yeah, there's not much else to say. Let's let's get back around the horn to talk about some conclusive thoughts. Uh, Drew, what will be your conclusive thoughts on this album? <laughs> Sometimes I tell you you have to listen to a record because the record moved me in some way, or the record was fun, or the musicianship was great. Sometimes I tell you you have to do something. Because it's unbelievable how ridiculous it is. There are two movies that come to mind. The 1995 hit movie Hackers. And Tommy Wiseau's genius movie The Room. And now I have an album to go along with that duo. Don't you drag (laughs) Hackers through the mud with this fucking train wreck of an album. I love Hackers. I'm saying I recognize the deeply flawed nature of hackers, but it ain't this bad. It's garbage. Like no garbage. Garbage is a band with a redheaded lady on the front. See, I can do it too. God, that's (laughs) every time. Every time. Give Um, me encouragement. No, like it is. Yeah, it's look. It's not good. But you should probably listen to it because of how not good it is. Don't pay for it. Don't pay for it. Yeah, please, please don't pay for it. No, 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 no. If you find it on a shelf somewhere, and it's more than, if it's more than a penny, wherever you find it, you put that in your jacket pocket and you leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, Patrick. Thoughts. This album is Hulk Hogan. It's a shallow, egotistical, manipulative, out of touch carny, still trying to get over. 
Just don't. This I, I always say just go listen to it and that I'm an opinionative, opinionative asshole and that I'm wrong. No, this album's awful. Don't. If you want a shitty rapper or a shitty wrestler, or like a shitty album made by a wrestler, Macho Man Randy Savage has a rap album that's surprisingly listenable. I don't want to call it good, but Be A Man Hogan is is a fucking great diss track. Um, there are other wrestlers who have done albums. Uh, fucking uh, Terry Funk, the hardcore legend, has an album out. Uh, that happened because John, Japan. John Cena has an album out. John Cena has an album. Uh, John Cena is a rapper. That's actually, and and yeah. it's actually not that bad. And he has the, he actually works with Murs, who's uh who's uh I think it's cousin. Right, but he's. An I, I want to cut in here real quick before yeah. everybody forgets, and I want to put a little snippet of a public service announcement. I don't condone theft. Um, <laughs> so I'm putting that out there so that if you do thieve, don't blame this shit on me. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have to do PSAs in the middle of Steal our shows from here on out. <laughs> the, the, the words coming out of my mouth do not necessarily express the thoughts that I have at any given moment. Yeah. Let's just, just there. I can't it's find a redeeming. I can't find anything redeeming about this record. I just can't. Like yeah. it's. This is, like when people complained about insert name of band you once loved selling out. It wasn't anywhere near this much of a sellout. It wasn't even close. It, it probably actually undoes a lot of bands, quote unquote, selling out. This is fucking awful. Yes. I, um, I listened to it once and I regretted it. <laughs> uh, no, what listen? What it's it's like meth. You do it once, man. That's that's again. too many. Um uh, yeah. Oh. So my conclusive thoughts. It stinks. That's about my thoughts. Oh. Uh Brett Production. Katie, conclusion. Katie, I, I got a golf clap for you. I fucking loved that show back in the hey. day. <laughs> hey, if we're gonna be inserting clips from a soundboard, you need to be letting me know ahead of time. <laughs> I'll send you a like a spreadsheet. Uh Brett, what what would be your conclusive thoughts on this album? Um, well, this album is important for people to understand that it existed and why it existed. It also should tell people that if somebody has made a, a record and like you think that's an achievement, it's not. Like four people with a mount mountain of blow and some free time decided, hey, this will probably make us enough money to buy some more blow. You know, like it's you know, I'm making up things. I don't know the true amount of cocaine that was done during the production of the but one can only guess. I we can I did, assume. I spent time in Clearwater, Florida in the early 90s. Hulk Hogan was a guy who walked around. Um, he was just there. Uh, this was the period of time when Hulk Hogan was like, oh, yeah, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Like, it, it's a bad album made by bad people in a bad manner. Don't, don't really have to listen to it, but if you do, there's some, like, really, really dumb stuff. Might I remind you, whoops, there it is. And he talks about vitamins, too, but uh, it sounds like vitamin stew. Like it, they, they, there was probably never like I don't know how many takes were done on any of this stuff. It, it's like direct. It's almost like record breakers. The album, like it just direct to tape. You know who needs to edit. You know I. It's I would almost be surprised if like there was, there was multi track recording on some of this stuff. Um, 
or even how much of the instrumentation they actually did. I don't know how music production worked back in the day. Somehow Sonic the Hedgehog and Hulk Hogan have the same beat. Uh, like, so I don't know. All I know is this is a burden that I carry. You don't have to have it. It's, this is the horrible monkey's paw of uh, this album has so many questions and I can wish to find more, but all I get is more like doom and despair in my way. So, um, it, if you have any information on how the, the drum beat from what is the song called title tempest is the same drum beat as beach patrol, <laughs> get at us at the record breakers podcast at gmail.com. Cause I, I got a, a hat with, with two bills and a magnifying glass and a pipe. I'm, I'm going to solve this mystery. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan and the wrestling boot band Hulk rules. Terrible album. Let's talk about it in haiku form. Um, the main events of the evening are haiku reviews. Uh, Drew, what is your haiku? This was tons of fun, but there was zero good here. Refrigerator. Uh, Patrick, what is your haiku? Like most things in life, Macho Man did it better, yet Hulk Hogan lives. Um, my, uh, haiku, novelty album, outdated upon release, a cult hate listen. Uh, and Brett, what is your haiku? This album is really great, or this is really great, sorry. An album from Hulk Hogan. It's actually bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I almost endorsed this album. Uh yeah, uh let's let's wash this uh, album off of us. You cannot find this on Spotify, uh, and for good reason. And don't look. Thank God. Uh, Spotify will not soil its uh its 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 library with this monstrosity. Uh, but you can find uh next week's record, uh, which is gonna be a lot more of a fun experience. Uh, and it's gonna be provided by Drew. Drew, what do you got for us next week? Well. I decided that since he won a few Grammys with it, that I wanted to bring um, a guy by the name of Chancellor Bennett. Uh, he made an album called. Uh, wow, sorry, I was I was prepared to do something else. Um, uh, Hulk Hogan does that to you. Take your time. You just covered. We Sorry, just, I was, we just plowed through some really, really horrible shit. You can find whatever you need. Google Docs crashes well, on you. Don't well, worry. Here's the we thing. can fill I had, time. I had, I had just remembered. Like I wanted to go over something before we did uh, did my album. I completely um, forgot yeah. about that. Um, which is why I'm a, a little uh, flustered. I sorry. I, I met a guy, um, and I wanted to put this out there first, and I wanted to put this out there uh, real quick. I met a guy named Dylan um, at a concert for a band called The Men Zingers, and he was a really cool dude, and he's doing this um, thing called Pass the Bass, where he's been gathering money um, and promoting uh, neurological uh brain damage like research through this he got a bass when he was 16 years old and then five months later got into a car wreck and could not play the bass could not pursue music so he's decided to use his love of music for that um 
And I know it's like a really downtrodden thing to do um, as we do this like super happy-go-lucky album. Um, but I figure this one actually might get some ears because uh, it's ridiculous. Um, so I was... The, the reason I didn't have any of the stuff I usually have up when I'm going to throw to something is because I was looking up most of the information for this. So before we go into that, I just wanted to touch on that for a second. Um, really, really good dude. Really inspirational dude. Google passed the base. There's a GoFundMe page. There's a Facebook page. Um, he's not able to sell the shirts outside of Ohio yet. Um, they're usually 20 bucks a shirt, but I think it's something that's worth doing um, and worth looking up. He's a really good dude. Um, so usually I have like two Wikipedia pages open and stuff like that. And I've prepared all these jokes and then I had that open. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I got to. I got a toss to an album um, when I was like ready to get all serious. But yeah, like Dylan Flynn um, out of Columbus, really good dude. Um, and please go check it out. Um, yeah. Swagger put it up there. Um, if you Google uh, past the base, it's the first couple of things that come up. If you go to facebook.com slash past the base Dylan, um, it'll come up. It's, it's a really like, he's understands like, Hey, he could be in a much shittier situation. Um, so he's using what he can to sort of pass it on. I think it's something that's really cool to do. Um, using that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. I just wanted to put that out there first. Call to action, folks. You're yeah, here. Right. here. Um, so if you find the GoFundMe, if you find him somewhere, go, go pass the word along. Send a message. He's a good dude. Um, and the reason I wanted to put it before that is because I think throwing to this album we're gonna get much more serious on the next record i believe because uh chance deals with some much more serious music chancellor bennett um he's out of chicago you might know him from the grammys he has won um he won him for this album i think it's a i think it's a good album to do it's a more introspective album than this one um it's an album called coloring book yeah. more introspective than <laughs> I, I, I don't i close yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no! It, it, more, yeah, more actually looking at yourself as a in, in reality rather than just staring at looking your own at the super cartoon look, character. Yeah. No, yeah. nobody will. Nobody will say that. Chance the rapper keeps it kayfabe. Let's. <laughs> Hulk the wrestler. Just uh, doesn't straight, work. Chance is straight shooting. Um. <laughs> he yes. he told the he he told the governor of his state. Uh, as they were passing uh, one another to do his damn job, I believe was his <laughs> quote. So. Uh, fun stuff. Uh, but yeah, look forward to that discussion uh, in the next episode. Find it on Spotify playlist. Play Record Breakers, the home game. Uh, playing along at home. Uh, listen along uh, with us. Uh, yeah, do the same. Uh, you can, of course, find us all over the internet. Patrick is at Swagger. Brett is at HeyBeautyBearBirdHIBBIBIBBIBBIRD. Drew is at Extusion for X. I'm at PD Rave. The show is at 4 Record Breakers. That's the number 4 Record Breakers. RecordBreakersPodcast.com. RecordBreakersPodcast at gmail.com. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Uh, check us on iTunes, Stitcher. Do all the things. Subscribe, like, share. Uh, yes, check out... Uh, pass the base. Google it uh, on Facebook. On uh, to check out the GoFundMe page. Uh, give him some love. Uh, yeah. Until next time. Hasta los juegos.
Cthulhu brother. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>